Friend Church. Today's scripture reading is from John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered, covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been there an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. When I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. And so the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed, It is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. But he replied, The man who made me well said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, Who is this fellow who told you to pick it up and walk? The man who was healed had no idea who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had made him well. I was uh, smiling as Dan was talking about the communion thoughts because we, on our trips, Diane picks up magnets and I, we both picked up a Christmas ornament. And so our tr Christmas tree is full of ornaments from all these places we've been. And it's kind of cool to sit back, especially the holidays, and think about where you've been, what you're doing. And uh, uh, we, don't, we should probably get things of where we'd like to go. Uh, but we've got places of where we've been, and that's always fun to, to reminisce those things. Do you want to get well? And uh, we've already, already prefaced this a little bit. And I hope that as we uh, go through this conversation today, uh, that you will take it in the, in the, the heart in which it's, it's being given. Uh, and we're going to head into a direction that might be, uh, I don't think it'll be surprising, but it might be uh, unusual, maybe. So do you want to get well? As in the next slide, you, should, you see this picture. This is a modern day picture of what this pool looked like. Um, it's hard to kind of figure out from, from obviously in the ruins of what it used to be. But it used to be a, a, a hospital type situation, a place where people would gather. And as the scripture reminded us, as it said there from ver starting verse three, it says here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One was, one was there who had been an invalid there for 38 years. 38 years this man had, had been paralyzed, had been an invalid. It doesn't say that he laid at this pool for 38 years, but he obviously was at the pool at, the, at this time. And he says while Jesus saw him lying there and he learned that he'd been there in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? And the, the man said, sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred, and while I am trying to get in, someone else goes in ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat, and walk. And at once the man was cured, and he picked up his mat and walked. So the question here, why 
or do you want to get well is an interesting question. And again, as I said in, in, the, in the welcome, it's a question we don't always ask because most people want to get well. Most people, when they are sick, want to get well. And there are times in life when we realize that you're not going to get well. And that those are hard and difficult times to, to think about because you want to, but you realize that your, your diagnosis is, is possibly terminal and you don't have that opportunity to get well. But most people who, want to be, who are sick want to get well. They want to be healed. They want to get back on the other, tr on the other track. So the question there is interesting to this man because he had been there 38 years. And you would have thought over, or he'd been sick 38 years, and you would have thought there would have been some way that he could have got into the water when the water was stirred. But there's a possibility that he was very comfortable with being crippled, that he was being taken care of, and things that were that going on around him were helping him, and, and he was benefiting from those things, and he was comfortable. And the question also might have been, do you want to change? Do you want to change? Do you want to change your circumstance? And sometimes people don't want to change. And I remember a time in this congregation when somebody said change and people got, had to take their, uh, their uh, what is it they put under their tongue? Nitroglycerin. <laughs> uh, and and that's, that's, Jesus calls us to change and to be different. But, but maybe he did not want to change. But the answer was that Jesus was there and there was no need for anybody else to help him into the pool. Jesus was there and told him, that asked him if he wanted to, and he said, get up, take your bed, and walk. And the next slide says, and the, the, the scriptures continued there, saying, the day on which this took place was a Sabbath. And so the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed, it is a Sabbath, and the law forbids you to carry your mat. And I always, <laughs> I always stop when I read that and think of this man who has been ailing for 38 years, he is now healed, he is now walking, and the, the, uh, the, the officials, the leaders decide, hey, why are you walking? Why are you carrying your map? What is this about? And instead of celebrating with the man, their legalistic minds ca came into play. And it says, uh, and, the Jewish man and the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed, is the Sabbath, the law forbids you to carry your map. But he replied that the man who made me well said to me, pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, who is this fellow who told you to pick up your mat and walk? In verse 13, the, man's, the man who was healed said he had no idea who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. And later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, see, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. And the man went away and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had made him well. I don't believe that Jesus was trying to pick a fight with the Jewish leaders. I don't think that he was trying to, you know, to, to break the laws of the Sabbath. I believe that Jesus saw this man who had a need. He saw this man who for 38 years had been battling this need and, and had no way to get into the water to make to, for the water to be stirred, for him to, to get into the water to be healed. 
But I believe that this man had a desire to be well. And when Jesus asked him, when he asked him, you know, do you want to be well? I think the man had, had to think about it just for a second. Because he didn't say, his answer wasn't, yes, I want to be well, was it? His answer was somewhat of an excuse. I, I don't have a way into the water. I am crippled, you see. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss thing there, a little bit. I am crippled. I can't get into the water. But Jesus then automatically heals him through his words and to made, made him walk and told him to, to get up, take your mat, and walk. But Jesus also reminded him, and this is the direction we're going to head with this, is that to go and sin no more. I believe Jesus was trying to help us understand that this sin factor was a bigger factor and that Jesus was here for our sins. And that Jesus, we, we face this ball of sin as the next slide uh, brings, us to, brings us into view. The question, do you want to get well? Some don't want to. Some people don't want to get away from their sin. Because they like the darkness in John chapter 3. It talks about the darkness, how people love the darkness, celebrate in the darkness, and live in the darkness, and do the sin. They don't want to change, uh, and they don't, because if they change, they can't lie by the pool anymore. They don't like to change. And some people stay in their sin because they like the praise of men. They like what people say to them, and they don't want people to to contradict, don't want, don't want them to, lose, they don't want to lose that praise of men. I wanted to, to take us to look at this topic of sin just for a couple of minutes. And I went to, in my mind, as I was putting this together, I went through the, kind of the core verses of Romans 3.23 and Romans 6.23. But as I read those, I found some things around those that I had not read before because we're so focused sometimes on sin that the wages of sin is, the wages of sin is, maybe we weren't as focused as I thought we were. And the sin pays, away, pays a wage, and that wage is death as well. But in, in those, the surrounding verses around these Romans verses tells us the story of what, what we need. So in your Bibles, turn to Romans chapter 3. We're going to start with verse 22. Romans chapter 3, verse 22. It says, The righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between the Jew and the Gentile, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And for all, and all who are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood, to be received by faith. In our class this morning, we were talking about that faith and what that faith means. Not only is faith is something that we believe, but it's something that causes us to act, causes our hearts to act out and do things. And those acts that we do are not extra points. Those acts are not extra points, but those are a, a, a visual of our faith and what our faith does. And in this verse that we've always read about... Romans 3.23, about that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We have all sinned. We have all sinned. No matter who we are in this audience or in this world, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
but God provided a plan. He provided an opportunity for you and I to, to be, have the righteousness of Christ through his sacrifice. And in Romans chapter 6, the other verse that we, we talk about and know from verse 23, I'm going to start with verse 19. Romans chapter 6, verse 19. Verse 19 says, I am using an example from everyday life because you're human, of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to the ever-increasing wickedness, so now you offer yourselves to slaves of righteousness to leading to holiness. Verse 20, when you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap from, at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. 22. But now you have, you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God. And the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So the question back in, in, at the pool of Bethesda was do you want to get well? And that question remains for you and I today, do you want to get well from your sin? Do you want to get away from your sin? Do you want your sins taken away? And I am convinced to know that there are lots of people in this audience who have been covered in the blood of Christ and have been baptized and their sins have been taken away. And we strive to live in that righteous world. We strive toward that righteousness. But I'm also convinced that there are people today here and online who are not, have not given their lives to Christ, have not been baptized, have not sacrificed their selves to, to Christ in order to live for him. And my, my thought, my thought, and why I mentioned this earlier, is the fact that so many people are very comfortable in our sins, we're very comfortable in our way of life, we're very comfortable in the way that we have, have uh, made it, so to say, in our world. And to step away from sin and to give our lives totally to him would be a big change. It would be something where we would have great loss, possibly, in, in our society. But the riches that you would gain through Christ are eternal and immense. And we have to look at it in that way in order to be able to accept him and to be able to follow him. So sin is what keeps us away from God. So the question is for us today is not do you, is do you want to be well, but also do you want to be free from sin? Would you be free from your passion and pride as the hymn, as the hymn goes? Do you want to be free from sin? Do you want to to be covered by the blood of Jesus. Because as we have learned that all have sinned, all have fallen short, but God sent Jesus. God sent Jesus to cover those sins and to help us to have the life that he intended for us from the beginning. And if you are not following him, if you have not been baptized, if you have not turned your life over to him, you are not living by faith for the one who cleansed your, gave you the opportunity to cleanse your sins and to make you whole. So my question to, to you here online, or maybe even those who are believers here today, 
Do you want to be cleansed of your sin? Do you want that power that continually cleanses your heart and your mind from the sins that we, when we do, that we do? I hope the answer is yes. I know the answer is yes for most of us. But the other question is, are you too comfortable or have you given up? I can never be better. I can never change. I can never be all that God wants me to do. It's too late for me. It's too late for me. It's never too late until you take your last breath. God always gives us those opportunities. And we have to remember that the difference that Jesus can make in our lives. Because of that sacrifice on the cross, he gave you and I the opportunity to have a life with him. To have a life here that's different. To have a life here that makes a difference for him and for the kingdom. And if we're not living that life as Christians, we're missing the mark. And again, as we talked about in class today, it's not our actions that, that build up points. It's our actions that show the world that our lives are different. It is our actions that show our faith and show our, our allegiance to him. So if you are not a Christian, if you are not a Christian, why not? Why not? There are people who have prayed for you. There are people who have, have loved you and tried to lead you in a, in a right way. And as, as, as we've learned, we have to break our hearts in order to, to accept that opportunity. Are you too comfortable? It's not too late. It's not too late if you're hearing at the sound of this voice right now. A question is, how did the Jewish leaders miss the point in the process? They missed the Messiah that they claimed that they wanted to meet. In The Chosen, I, which I've referenced several times, there's, there's uh, different times when different characters, the apostles or different ones, go to him and say, are you the one that we've been waiting for? We have been praying for you. We've been wanting you. Are you the one? And Jesus has proclaimed that he is the one and that he is here. But the, these leaders were, missed the whole point. They missed the whole point of Jesus' power and Jesus' love and compassion for this man when they criticized him for, for the man carrying his mat and walking on the Sabbath. So my question for, to you and to me today is, have you missed the Messiah? Have you missed that opportunity and that, that desire that he wants to save you from your sins? Have you missed that point of that it's not just okay to be a good person, but that you have to be a child of God? And to be that child of God, you, you have to claim him and name him, repent of your sins, and be baptized into his, into his body so that you are a member of his body. And you've confessed those sins and washed them away and raised to a new life. There are two responses that we can have to this. That Jesus is a heretic and get rid of him. Or that we fall down and worship him and make him Lord of our lives. The obvious answer for you, if you're here today, that is that we want to bow down and worship him and make him Lord of our lives. But there might be some people here today who have not made that claim, who've not decided, I want him Lord of my life. 
whether you're online or whether you're here in person, if that's not something you've decided to do, Jesus has offered to take that sin away. Do you want to be well? Do you want to be free from sin? It's a question of the ages, and it's a question that will haunt you until you answer it one way or the other. So my question is, do you want to be well? Is there something you need to do? Is there something you need to, to express? Is there something that you need to, that you need to be baptized to, to claim that prize, to claim that love that Jesus has for you? Prize doesn't sound right, but that's what it is. It's a gift that God has for you, and we can claim that by turning our lives over to him and being baptized. A lot of us know this, and all of us have heard this, but have we all acted upon it and made him Lord and King of our lives? Today, if you've not obeyed the gospel, Jesus wants to help you. Do you believe that Jesus wants to help you? Because he does. Do you believe that you are loved by the God of the universe who created you? Because he does. And you are in a, a church of people who love you and care for you and want to help you any way possible, because we do. If there's any response that you would like to make this morning to the gospel of Christ, or if you have a need that you'd like to bring before this church, please make it known as we stand and sing.